Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. The word sin in the original Hebrew literally meant to fail. To fail to keep the moral law, to fail to love God and others more than self, which is the Shema, to fail to obey what he has to say. Therefore, no person can claim immunity from this condition, for all have at some point failed him, except for Jesus. However, once having received Jesus' spirit within us, And putting forth that claim to follow its leading, there is then no more excuse for sin because Jesus doesn't fail. However, we can fail to listen. We can fail to seek him. We can fail to follow the leading of his Holy Spirit. Yet when that happens, that is no reflection of a weakness in his grace but of our lack of faith to seek and pray and trust his ways. That is our failure, not his. And we must repent of it and choose to start following his leading again. In James chapter 1 verse 12, we read this, Blessed is the man that endures temptation. For when he is tested, he shall receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted that I am tempted of God. For God cannot tempt with evil, neither tempts he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. And when that lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. In other words, when we sin, it is not a reflection of a lack of grace, but rather a lack of faith to walk in that grace or the overcoming power of his Holy Spirit. When we choose to ignore the leading of it, the conviction and the teachings of Jesus, that is when we are tempted by our own lusts. And once we begin to act upon those lusts of our own free will, then it brings forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, once we have committed it, brings a wage, a penalty, death. Therefore, understanding this, that sin is failing God, failing to obey what he's saying or follow the leading of his Holy Spirit, then we can say that we will likely all sin at some point, though we do not need to, for Christ has made available to us access to the throne of grace. We have all the tools that we need to walk in overcoming victory, yet still will there be times when we get lazy, when we are deceived, when we get anxious and move without seeking or following his lead and end up failing 
at something, in which case we have sinned. And upon realizing it, we must repent. So yes, the odds are that you will fail, make a mistake, or sin at some point as you learn to grow in grace. However, the child of God should never call themselves a sinner. Because while you may fail, you are not a failure. God has made available to us all the graces and resources of his name, his blood, and his kingdom. Therefore, if we, in immaturity, choose not to use it and move in our own strength and fail or sin, then that's on us, not on him. However, if we claim to the world to be a failure, which is what sinner means, and yet his children at the same time, then that reflects poorly on God, the Holy Spirit, and the blood of Jesus. My friend, it's not true. He never failed you. He made all the resources of heaven available to you. If you are a failure or sinner, it's because you chose to be. Let that reflect poorly on you, not on the king who suffered to set you free and give you power over the enemy. If you ran away from his grace, then take the blame, repent, and get back into right standing. Don't put the blame on him and keep running while saying that he is okay with it and never gave you a way of escape from it. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 says this, There hath no temptation that has taken you, but such is common to all man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able to bear, but will with every temptation also make a way of escape from it, that you are able to bear it. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from these idolatries. I speak unto you as to wise men, judge ye what I am saying. I like the way Leonard Ravenhill says it best. He says, my friend, I am not telling you that once you are saved by God's graces, that it is impossible to sin, but I am telling you that it is possible not to. Again, understanding the definition, the word sin means to fail. It's not impossible to fail, but it is possible to prevail. Because God has overcome death, hell, and the grave. There is nothing that is too hard for him. There is nothing that is impossible to those who truly believe. Tell me, my friend, what is stronger than the blood? What sin is stronger than the Holy Spirit? Is the devil stronger than your God? Because if you believe that, then my friend, that's the problem. You have more faith in him. And in Jesus. And if that is your profession of faith, then I grieve for you on the day of judgment. Please understand what I am saying with all reverence and humility. Don't just repeat what you hear on the TV. These words have meanings. And Jesus said that on the final day, we will be judged for every idle word that we say. So choose to speak faith. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 28, 
gives us this dire warning. It says that he who despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sore punishment suppose ye shall he be thought worthy, who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God, and hath counted the blood of his covenant, wherewith that person had once been sanctified, an unholy thing, and in doing so hath done despite unto the Spirit of grace. My friend, let this thing that has become so common not once be named among us. We are saints, not sinners, overcomers, not failures. We may be children learning to seek and trust the leading of our Heavenly Father, and in doing so get distracted and stumble in the process. But He does not fail us, nor are we failures who keep getting back up and aiming again for the mark of the high calling of Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 3 verse 13 tells us this, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward unto those things which are before me. I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ. God, we repent of any time that we spoke in ignorance because it has become so commonplace to hear it and repeat it. But God, we are not sinners. Your word says that all sinners have their part in the lake of fire. Lord, there are only sinners or saints and we choose to profess because profession is important. The Bible says that if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth, we shall be saved. So on that final day, our profession of faith will hold weight. So we choose to be counted among the saints of God and not with the the sinners that will be cast into the lake of fire. Oh God, we are not failures because that reflects poorly on your ability. God, you have made available to me all of the resources of heaven. The very blood of Jesus poured out for me to cleanse me and forgive me of my sins that I might be indwelled with his Holy Spirit that if I have enough faith to get on my face and pray and cry out and come boldly before that throne of grace, you will release to me all that I need to walk in overcoming victory but I gotta humble myself and seek you because you have made a way of escape from every temptation but if I'm not seeking you for it I'm not gonna know what it is and I'm gonna stray just like Jesus said if we don't abide if we don't remain if we don't spend that time on our face in the prayer closet seeking you for the right way in the Word of God understanding your righteousness and teachings that Jesus was willing to suffer and give his very life to leave us, then we're going to dry up like that branch that Jesus said would be cut off and cast into the fire because we cannot do anything without him. If we failed, it's because we tried to do it ourselves. We didn't ask your help. Lord, help us. Reveal your truths to us. Let us not walk in immaturity and silliness, let us not repeat the things that have been taught to us by vain men and traditions and even doctrines of demons, but let us come before you and say thank you, God, that the Holy Spirit has been given to teach us. So, God, you are the author of this book that you left us. If we choose to read it, you interpret it to us. Because all through it, I see a differentiation between the sinners and the saints. All through the messages of Jesus, he told us that on the final day, he's coming to separate. 
the wheat from the tares, the sheep from the goats, the sinners from the saints, I want to be found on his side that day. Let my profession be one of faith that proceeds and decrees my position in grace. My friend, it is time to make a decision. Choose God's side. Everything that Jesus taught us was about the separation between the sinner and the saint. He told us that when he returns, he would separate. It would be between the goats and the sheep, the wheat and the tares, the hot and the cold, the lukewarm, the indecisive. Those who have not made their decision will be counted among the tares, the goats, the sinners unto damnation, according to the words of Jesus. So I ask you today, what is your profession of faith? I choose to decree and to declare what I believe, that God is a true God and King who can do anything. Nothing is too hard for him and nothing is impossible for those who believe in him. This is what is written in the scriptures. Do you believe it? Anything can be overcome. Jesus already did it and has given us his spirit. And as the scriptures tell us, if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead live inside of my mortal body, is there anything that cannot be overcome? Is anything too hard? Can anything not be put underneath the feet of those who have become the temple? Of the King of Kings. I implore you today to meditate on these things and ask yourself, where is my faith? Do I believe more in the power of the devil, his sin, his temptations, or in the overcoming power of the blood and demonstration of Jesus? If you truly believe it, then get up and walk out of that grave just like he did because he came to preach resurrection to tell us that we can be born again that we can be a new creature in christ old things passed away all things becoming new my friend that could be you if you don't believe that the power of the blood of jesus his holy spirit and all the resources of heaven that he made available to us can defeat the enemy or your sin, then you are already defeated in your mind and you will never walk out of it. But if you believe, then by faith you will grab hold of the grace that he has made available and turn away from those sins that bound you and the master of it. Because he's already been defeated. Those that he holds now, he holds on a bluff. It's time the church starts to walk in the power of their resurrected Jesus who has never failed us. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.